Hello, and welcome to the Fun and Sobriety Podcast. I'm your host, Dylan, and I am an alcoholic. Uh, Before I get started on today's podcast, I want to remind you that today's podcast is brought to you by Audible. Get a free audiobook download and a 30-day free trial at www.audibletrial.com slash sobriety. Audible, over 180,000 titles to choose from for your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player. And uh, remember, uh, you can use the slash sobriety for a free trial, even if you've already done it before in the past. Uh, I think it's got to have been about a year since you've done it. But uh, if that's the condition you're in right now, please consider canceling and restarting and using the slash sobriety as your new, air quotes, uh, audible um, account. And uh, we'll get a little bit off the back end. And uh, and also uh, today's podcast is, has a, a a partnership with the online therapy dot com website. Uh, online therapy dot com is a dedicated online based team of consultant therapists, cognitive behavioral therapists, practitioners, and support staff that collaboratively works to help people in need of emotional support. So again, go to online therapy dot com and use the code eavesdrop to get 20% off your first session and we'll get a little bit off the back end there as well. Now that I got that out of the way, um, without my normal preamble about how I'm so uncomfortable with advertising on this podcast, um, which I still had to throw in clearly, uh, today's podcast is a conversation, uh, with a woman who I've known for, I guess my entire sobriety. Um, and it's a, an interesting conversation. Um, and I think timely for me and for the podcast in that I feel the energy, as I, as I said at the beginning of this podcast, uh, of the conversation, uh, my energy, uh, that I've been receiving lately has been, um, steered, in the negative, I suppose, is a way to put it, um, in a very awkward Dylan way of saying things, um, about, you know, uh, organized recovery, organized, uh, 12 step kind of things. And it culminated in, in, uh, a conversation online with Stacy and, and I thought, Oh, why don't you come talk about this on the podcast? And, uh, I think it's a very interesting conversation and, uh, uh a non- typical perspective I would say um, especially for what I've presented on this podcast so far um, and I don't, I don't want to say much more than that um, uh, just please just give it a listen and um, yeah, I hope you enjoy this conversation between me and uh, Stacy A here i'm here with stacy a yeah and i i don't know if you i don't know i haven't spoken with you in a while in face to face um i assume you've listened to this podcast i know you were listening to it on the way in so you know enough to know that i'm not going to break anyone's anonymity that you can break it yourself so introduce yourself please stacy hi i'm stacy and i was a member for aa with aa for a long time and Dylan for a long time, and 
really appreciate being, being invited, invited on. This. Okay, yes. well, and I invited you on, Stacy, because like I said, we we've I haven't seen you face to face. As I was pulling up, I was like, "Fuck, I don't remember the last time I was actually face to face with you, intentionally at least." Maybe bumped into you, yeah, but into you, it's been but... several years, right. so I didn't know what to expect when I walked through. With like, you could be a crazy person for all I know. That's, well, that's a joke. <laughs> Get into that. Okay, cause... God. I realize as I'm saying it, you're like, oh. Uh, <laughs> I, I was implying more of like going to jump out and hit me with a stick or something. I did. Um, no, actually, you might be surprised, but I hope it's pleasant. No, this is going to be good. I, I might be considerably crazy, actually. No, well, I don't I, even, I as I'm using that term, I don't even really like it because it, it has it a tendency to be a It is a nasty word, yeah. actually. Yeah. It's. And, Kind of an unfun word. No, but and it, I, I do fit that description. Okay, well, so. I'll, I'll let you again define yourself. Um, mm-hmm. So, okay, I invited you on to come chat because I, I feel like what's been going on with me of late with this podcast is I'm getting a lot of energy from the universe. Let's call it uh, that's contrary to the typical sober. I don't, I don't know why I'm dancing around around. You know. People who have an issue with AA, people who are not as enamored with it or <sighs> indulgent of it as I at least allow myself to be. Mm-hmm. And um, I don't know, you reached out, not reached out, but you commented on that Facebook post of a recent episode and you had a lot of hot takes on some of the things that seemed to be being discussed in the episode. And I said, well, hold them and come, let's talk about it. Yeah. on the podcast if you'd like and I, I guess I didn't I did just take it for granted that you were still sober so let's let's start there we we yeah. met in the rooms right. at some point in the last 10 years and I don't know I, I my own naivete when I stop seeing people around I just assume they're going to different meetings so right. I've been you know most of the time that that's not why people stop coming common thought. It, a lot of people didn't miss me because oh, I had well, you started, cities. but right, and I had, and I'd moved, and there was a lot going on, and people didn't know, and I wasn't really forthcoming with a lot of it because it was so embarrassing. I wasn't relapsing at the time that I was going through a lot of stuff, but I did have a complete nervous breakdown. Oh my gosh! And okay, it was terrible. Let's pause for a second. I want you to be comfortable, mm-hmm. right? I don't. I you can say anything you want here, and if by the end of it you're like, I don't want this sitting out in the middle of the world for everyone to hear. That is fine. Everybody knows, unfortunately. Okay. <laughs> okay. Every single I think person? I posted everything I miss... that I was thinking on Facebook for a couple of months, and oh. it was really bad. Uh, <laughs> it was I think just I did humiliating. see some of that. I think and, I okay, so some of that. I really, I really lost it. It was really bad. Well, let's and pause for a second. In let's total move... sobriety, but let's, it let's was. Move, let's move. Let's move through the early Stacy years. Then let's get okay. this all on the table. All right. I mean, I, I, I like to, you know, give you an opportunity to talk about yourself. So where, I mean, what, why? What what what's your story, Stacy? Why 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 did I meet you in the? I believe it was at the right. 10 p.m. That really really healthy Red 10 p.m. meeting at the Red oh House. Yes, God, right. I think it probably was. <laughs> sure. Um, but what what brought you into the? You rooms? know, I went through some major alcoholism in my early life. I'm was going through a lot of abusive abusive relationships, kind of back to back. And how old how old were you um, when you first came in? I. I believe I was probably 16 the first time and then when I finally stayed it was 27 okay and did you grow up in the Treasure Valley area yes or? mostly okay. here okay. so yeah I mean my family's all um, established 
good Mormons here. And uh, um, so I wouldn't have guessed that. <laughs> my father's really, um, you know, well, highly respected, and I uh, Japanese. So I mean, we had a lot of high expectations, uh, and so I grew up very conservative and. I'm I'm gonna say brainwashed, not as like something an insult to my parents. They don't know any better. You were just indoctrinated. From it was years. absolutely, um, yeah, completely indoctrinated me. It was conditioning, and it's something that I'm just now starting to explore. Okay. Something beyond that whole realm. It was just stifling for me. And as a kid, and as a teenager, it made me feel terrible. And so, okay, so you said the first time you started coming around, I assume when you said you were 16 is the first time you came to some kind of recovery program or like what, what yes, was going on in your I, life? I just a little bit of using. I really wasn't that... What do you mean that, by using? Uh, pot. Oh, okay. Maybe some cigarettes here. Okay, I mean, but, I really wasn't that bad. Of a, but you I was a, a pretty Mormon, good kid. You I was a pretty good kid, but sure. it would just looked really bad to my parents. They were very upset because they expected me to be a doctor and to, okay. you know, do a lot of things with myself. And it was really disappointing. So and they sent so you or what? They sent me to rehab a couple of times just for smoking pot. Yeah. <laughs> um, and so I was indoctrinated into the whole addiction recovery process uh-huh. before I was an ad- addict um, and was really, um, I, I started learning a lot about mental health. I started learning a lot about all of this stuff and via the 12 um, steps via the because most of those rehabilitation centers use the 12 steps Mm -hmm. as kind of a spine and i I, it's interesting i i i'm i'm i i've been interested in talking about this kind of a topic anyway so i'm this is fortuitous like the idea of people being forced into the into the 12 steps forced into the program however you want to put it like the green cards coming from the court system like Mm -hmm. filling AA rooms, filling recovery centers, rehab centers with people who aren't necessarily addicts, right? Or to might me, just that's... not have an interest in that avenue, and that's well, not the only it, avenue. It's um, not... It isn't the only avenue, too. I agree. Yeah, I, I'm, and... I'm primarily, my head goes immediately to people who, you know, I mean, not every single person who gets fucked up, not even every person who drinks too much or uses too much necessarily is an addict. So throwing them into a system that requires the humility and the admitting and the powerlessness and giving up and all of the things Mm -hmm. to me, it has the potential to have the opposite effect. So how, I mean, you being a teenager who basically was, it sounds to me like the way you've described it, at least that you're just experimenting with weed and being a teenager. Yeah. I was quite innocent. Sure. So, so how did that affect your future? And it threw me into a group of fuck ups Okay. That I'm, I would always identify with, and so it had the opposite effect. Basically, absolutely. Just I, I took it on as an identity almost, mm. and um, always considered myself more of an alcoholic maybe than I even was, and justified my loss of control because I was just an alcoholic. Interesting. When really maybe I was just immature. So you're referring to like the few years between 16 and 27 or mm-hmm. whatever. Yeah. And I was just really struggling with, you know, some PTSD issues and some stuff like that, which, you, you know, do you really mind, does go hand in hand sure. with substance do, abuse. Do you it mind always does. Clarifying on that or is that I'm mostly domestic um abuse, but also um maybe my parents uh the, I, I hate saying terrible I hate don't, saying don't anything, say anything bad. you don't want to say. I don't I hate it's... saying anything bad because they improved 
they broke the cycle, right, of like sexual abuse and stuff like that. And mm -hmm. they never did those things to me. They did better than they were raised. Okay. And I'm really grateful for that. Okay. Like, I wasn't abused like they were abused. I, and I, I was never like sexually abused or anything like that. They're just really um, conservative. Um, they have very strong ideas, and it doesn't include anything that I believe. I mean, they okay. just can't accept anything that's going on with me at this point. So we really don't even have a relationship at this point. Okay, it's, that was going to be a question. Yeah, it's so, it's quite. And ugly, I, I appreciate that your 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 being is uh, gracious towards them. Is is I mean, as you are. I mean, I, they I don't, don't. They don't deserve any. Like, I'm not even angry. I'm just yeah. separate now because it's not healthy for them to constantly make me the black sheep i'm the reject i'm uh, the one that always messes up and it even doesn't matter how good i'm doing like how good i'm doing uh, i'm always going to play that role and i just decided to take myself out of that okay and protect but for myself. years you were leaning into it yes it sounds like and, very and much so. do you have like siblings or is it just yes, you a lot yeah. well yeah we're mormon I guess that's, that goes without saying, doesn't it? Not necessarily, but I guess it's not a surprise. I'm the so oldest do you have, do you of all these Mormons. Oh, <laughs> all these Mormons. So do you have... Are, oh, okay, so that answers the question of what your siblings are like, I guess, right? They're all... They've all stayed They're close. They're fantastic, actually. They're all... No, we don't speak. I don't speak. They're all very high-functioning. I'm... Wonderful people. They have their shit together. When you say high functioning. Like, what do you mean exactly? What I mean by that is that they can appear to have their shit together even when they don't. Okay. And I'm not very good at that. That's okay. not one of my talents. No, you're when you're I don't have my shit together, sleeve. everybody knows it. Okay. Okay. Well, <laughs> and I guess you're referring also to a breakdown or, or whatever. Well, you know, it's it's just been a process of growing through that. I mean, I can't just all of a sudden be like healed. I'm Sometimes sure. I have my moments, and it's it's embarrassing. Okay, sure. I don't enjoy it. Nobody enjoys it. Nobody else deserves to be around me when I'm like that. But the point is, is I'm getting better. And each little episode, the duration is a little bit shorter. Okay. It's a little bit better. I handle it a little bit better. I'm learning these skills, sure. and it's okay. Like it is okay. And I, yeah, I don't, I'm just I don't growing. Wanna, like I'm just a human. I don't want to like dwell on your family i just was yeah. trying to get a little background mm -hmm. and, and like you said so you, you you spent 11 years it sounds like uh partying to some extent like what what brought you uh, you say you came right. in at 16 and then you it stuck at 27 like what was your what was going on in those years were you coming oh, and going or did you just say fuck that group of weird i was just completely immersed in alcoholism at that point and okay. um but that's what i mean a so single you... mother uh, but then had gotten into a really abusive relationship and gotten pregnant and then he was abusing me and they were going to take my kids hmm. and so I left with like a garbage bag of clothes and my kid and came to Idaho and I was sober from the day I got here. Where, 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 where was this? I was in Newport, Oregon on the coast. Okay. And I'm, So you moved back home basically yeah, with, I moved a, back. A, with a newborn and a, and a young child or just... Yes. And, yeah. And a six-year-old. So, and he's 20 now, and I was, my youngest is 13. They went through AA with me, okay. and it was, I really feel like that was a good thing for them to see. And um, I really do appreciate I'm um, a lot about AA. I don't want this to come off as, like, I have this, I do have a little chip on my shoulder about AA. But, sure. Um, I, and I don't like to use the word grateful very often because it gets overused, <laughs> but I am grateful that I learned the coping skills. I learned to reach out. I mm -hmm. just learned to pick up the phone. I learned to be of service. 
and to get out of my head. Because you moved and back here at 27 with, with a couple of kids in tow and, and you mm-hmm. like straight to, straight to, straight to, straight to a meeting. So why, why did that, why did that cross your mind? Because I couldn't guarantee that I wouldn't get back into another situation like that again. And I was afraid for my kids and I just really wanted to give them a better life. And, and I have. <clears throat> Yeah, no, I'm I'm not. You know, and it's I'm been, assuming that's AA true. AA really did provide that for me, and I really had a lot of support. Sure. Well, fantastic. I mean, I, 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 you stood out to me in the rooms, but I mean, there was only a handful of, I don't know what the right word is, grounded seeming people. I don't know if grounded is the right word. People who, who had a quality about them that attracted me. I guess is a way to put it, right? Like most of the people in those rooms were like, ooh, especially at that evening. That evening meeting where I'm sure that's where we you met. You can tell was, when people are pretty full of it. Yeah. yeah or just like. Or just not. They're, they're, who knows what's going on. But but the, right. back to my back to my question or comment or whatever about the green cards, right? The green cards being the, mm-hmm. the, the court, the papers the courts expect you to sign right. if, if you go. In, it's like being assigned AA, being convicted of something. And give, but had you spent any time using the program going in and out of the rooms back during yes, the Yes, I did. Okay. Um, okay. So it yeah, wasn't like absolutely. you you like it's not like you moved no. back to Boise and were like, "Oh guys, there was that thing going oh, no. on when I was 16." I see what your question is. So yeah. yes, I absolutely. I was in a super living house when I was in Newport. Oh, okay. Um, and okay. we we did have a card to get signed. I went to meetings every day. I walked my why butt was, down why there. Why was and, that happening in Newport? Um because well, I was living with my my ex at the mm-hmm. time and it was just awful i mean totally alcoholic i mean just absolute alcoholism I, i'm assuming it involved and, the, the law though is that right uh, okay. no actually it was i mean there was a lot of violence involved and i left and i wanted to get myself oh, better so that i could take care of myself and i, I was see. really trying to like get things together but it was just every time i'd get sucked back into this little relationship and it. you know okay. like i think i'm i think i'm you know it. lots yeah. you see lots of girls and and boys sure. do that in the rooms where they'll be like well i'm in an abusive relationship and well, you're like well you'll be back like because that is in a year. that is part of the oddness of it is like it, it does i mean it's it's sick people who are you're relying on to help you get better right like that's yeah. the that's a pejorative way to look at it but it's not inaccurate for a lot of the time right like it's sick people helping sick people and sometimes they're my best helpers but that that's it right the benefit is like the sickest person is also someone who can relate to a sick person right Mm -hmm. and that's you know it's a double-edged thing and and yeah i you're right you do see people where you're like well hope you can get through this and come back in a little bit more less chaotic state and you know when you see it but and it's sad but i I, I I know I, i look like that now too I don't. Well, I don't see you enough, so I don't. I wouldn't. I wouldn't have a judgment on that. I was about to comment though. When back in that time, I, I think that was part of it. Is you had kind of a quiet stillness about you, right? Like that's that's more of the the quality that I find myself attracted to in people in those rooms. Is like if there's a, a quietness to someone, somebody who's something's happening that's more than they want to share, more than. Um, it's possible to share, right? Like the, whatever the, the recovery moment is, my experience, it's something that I like, I can't, I can't explain it to somebody. You just like, you can kind of see it if someone sees it. And it, I, I, I liken it to giving birth, right? Like you don't know what it's like to be a parent until you're holding your child, right? And you mm-hmm. can talk about it and you can read about it and you can come up with 
any number of fantasies about what it's probably going to be like, but until you're holding that kid and you're looking down on it, you had no fucking idea. And it's kind of that same idea. Um, and I don't know that that's part of what has left me. You, I mean, you, you, like you said, you, you, I, 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 as you were talking a minute ago, I remembered that you had moved to another city and then my, my work moved me out there for a brief time. And that's when the last time I'd seen you at, at um, at a meeting, like just that's randomly right. over there. Mm-hmm. And even at that point, I was getting a sense that you were like, this shit, I'm done with this shit. Like a little brush this off my shoulder kind of kind of uh, sense from you. And I was starting to get sure. my feelings hurt a lot. And that's that, that that that's where I wanted to go with today's okay. conversation. Right. Because sure. like I said, you you I don't remember which podcast it was, but you're like you were relaying you're like, yeah, this is I, I appreciate some of that stuff you said and and the sense I got was you were like I don't know how to put it. Like you basically were pissed. It sounded like you were pissed. Okay, let me. Mm-hmm. I don't want to put it on you, but it oh, sounded I like was. you were pissed at at AA. I'm assuming when you're claiming to be pissed at AA, you're pissed at specific people that you had to interact with. Is my take? Anytime I hear anybody's got a resentment against the 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 program, I'm like, you got a resentment against a bunch of people in there that basically represent the whole fucking thing in your mind. Yes. Is the way that I take it, and I, and I wonder how that. I feel like that's mostly accurate. Yes, okay. um, I did have, I was in a small pool. I was in Nampa, you know, and uh-huh. I mean, there's not a lot of meetings there. It's the same people. You hear the same thing. And it was very <laughs> conservative. And I didn't have really the ability to get into Boise to go to other meetings at the time. Okay. And I had my little group that, you know, loved, and they still do love me and care about me. Group you know? of like people that you mm-hmm. saw all the time. And yeah, they're very special to me still. But it, I was starting to bring my mental health to meetings, you mm. know, because I mean, I can't not. It's I yeah, have I, mean, sim- I have symptoms. You sure, know? And, and and the whole point is to be yourself, right? So. Right. And it was really just not accepted. And it was oftentimes um, if I didn't have serenity, it's because I wasn't working my program. It's because I, I wasn't praying right. It's because I wasn't trying hard enough. Right. And they th- always thought they just need to stick their boot up my ass and I see. like. You know, Stacy needs somebody to really, you know, get on her because she's starting to slip. And I was, I was starting to slip. Yeah. But, but that's sometimes that, not what I needed. No. And I was about to say, sometimes that language is not helpful, but I would almost say most of the time it's not language. I mean, they're not helpful because there's a, to me, a very specific set of people for whom that kind of approach and that kind of like dogmatic, dogmatic approach is gonna work i'm not even gonna say that it's functional for them but it's it's quite dangerous actually okay for a lot of us because we're taught that god's gonna just remove this if we do it right and so we can cont- i continued to step it step it write it step it for years wondering why i was still having like issues and you know right. i have ptsd right. and so that i mean you who can pray just, away PTSD? Steps aren't going to take away PTSD. I'm sorry that you can't just pray no, anything away. And so it's as I became more aware of this, I realized how full of shit people were. That mm-hmm. they're just telling me to go home and like read my book and pray about it, and that's not healthcare. 
No, well, but it's, it shouldn't be healthcare. <laughs> right, right, and like, I shouldn't be taking them their I, advice not, as healthcare, but well, no, it was I mean, still ingrained I into feel me. You. I, I feel was conditioned, you. and you know, and if if you're already in a space where you're willing to listen to what people are telling you, and and they're helping, you know, I, I presume for a while it did help with with the, your addiction portion. Absolutely. So yeah, yeah, it's it you find yourself in a spot where you're like, well you know, whatever. I listened to this person for nine months, for two years, and it worked for all of these things. And now they're saying to use it on this and now it's not working. I can see where that would start to. It's very difficult. Yeah, And were, are, were you able or are you able to go to like just straight up counseling for uh, oh, some absolutely. of this stuff? And I love that. And I love doing that. And I always have. <clears throat> I haven't ever been off meds or out of counseling oh, okay, okay. or not working on myself. It's always been in tandem right. with my AA, right? right. And I took my healthcare very seriously and always put it before AA because I was taught, you know, and this is later on it after I, I, I'd, I I'd been there maybe like seven years, someone told me, it's like, no, you know, your, <laughs> your doctor is first and then you can come to AA and, and these, ask for advice. These four right? weirdos are then yeah. like, they're a distant second. Like, and it, and, but oh, I wouldn't shit. have, I wouldn't have, I just am a very innocent, trusting, um, kind person and I'm very accepting of everyone so I was friends with every I'm friends with everyone sure. and now I'm in a place where I want to choose my friends very carefully yeah. people that I can really relate to that I'm safe with yeah. that I can tell anything to and they're not going to judge me and tell me that I need to go exercise or something you know <laughs> well, like, I mean you should exercise it's good absolutely, for you but, but you know when <laughs> you're in chronic pain you're saying, and you're yeah. like and you can't get it's out of bed or even take a shower or you can't brush your teeth for two weeks yeah. tell me to go exercise <laughs> oh my god like how fucking ignorant to like say something <laughs> oh my god it's like you just have no fucking idea you have sure. no idea Sure. What living and when it doesn't go away for like six months okay. or or something, people are just like, well, you know, she's been doing this a while. She should have figured it out by now. She's, you know, I'm just like, no. It's like every single day I felt like I had the flu. Yeah. Every single day I felt like I wanted to die, and then like it doesn't. And I mean, after a couple weeks of that, you're just like, can this stop? Yeah, and it just well, keeps going. And God, it, I mean, the impression I'm getting is that you're bringing it, you know, hard on your sleeve in a meeting or whatever and mm -hmm. you share about it and then people who are air quotes trying to help are giving you the same you know 12 things that they can offer well 12 right. is it was supposed to be and a random number i didn't yes. mean 12 because of the 12 stuff. <laughs> just you know a handful of the same things yes the, the little and, aphorisms and it wasn't helpful and it was and hurtful well, it and sounds like it it you know it triggered a pretty or not triggered built it a pretty big resentment inside you it right? absolutely triggered a lot of stuff because okay. there was also some sexual assault going on um there was a lot of stuff happening within those groups that there were some really bad people that i trusted completely yeah. and really cared about that were so quick to just dismiss me and just let me go die like just mm. destroy my reputation just so that they could uphold theirs because right. i'm just like dude that guy like totally sexually assaulted me yeah. right and now none of the women talk to me i'm a total whore and like it was right. horrible I mean, it I, was I, I don't know the details awful. of what you're talking right and about, i wouldn't want to no. like because i've already blasted him on facebook once huh. and I'm, I'm done <laughs> i'm done blasting people well, i like, all, all i was all i'm in all i was gonna say is that i mean that Again, this is this is a useful thing to bring into this podcast, right? Because I uh, here up until this point, I've just kind of 
been focusing on all of the positive qualities of my experiences in recovery and <laughs> you know i've had negative shit but nothing compared to anything that you're alluding to here and and right. anytime i talk with women there's always just the underlying right. i mean this way i i any group of people right you're gonna have predators and they're Absolutely. for the most part they're well, men especially pred- a bar crowd very good point right and it doesn't surprise me at all to hear that and and i want to yeah. i'm i'm it was really for, disappointing though like no shit right the whole point is you're supposed I mean, to be in like a safe space i mean he's like this old dude like 60-something right I you know, know like and it's I, like whatever you're comfortable with what I the don't, hell i thought he was like my dad you know yeah, yeah. i just felt like he was this like father figure that i really needed in my life okay. at the time so i mean stuff like that is like really hurtful when you already are coming from like a sexual assault background well and then i'm just like not safe going back to anyway and the fact that he's preying on somebody who's already which maybe that's part of why he keys in on you right but i I don't want to go into i don't know conjecturing on the mindset of of a predator but right what okay so you were raised mormon yes so what is your i mean what is your what is your vision of a higher power of a god i don't really have one sure and so Um, don't really believe in anything because because you just a minute ago were saying how like you know you're not you're you're praying and praying and praying and it's not helping and like so i mean what when you first came in and and through those periods because i'm I'm gonna say you were what active in recovery or however you want to put it for like seven or eight years right so 10 for 10 years okay so in there at some point you had to have spent a portion of time trying to think of a higher power think of what that means to you and like when i came in it was a mormon higher power okay i was like all right built-in higher power i'll take it okay because it worked of course i I feel like that's all it is right whatever it works right and that was really the idea behind all the a is if it works do it and it did and i was getting better and i was getting my shit together and i was feeling a lot better Mm -hmm. but depending on something that isn't there in my opinion is i mean crazy and as i found now i'm with just meditation and such that i can find that spiritual feeling Mm -hmm. i'm that i was always taught was just the spirit right it was something external from you yes Mm -hmm. and then it was like somebody like you know, I was finally allowing all the goodness to be around me and dispelling mm. all the demons or whatever, you know, like, and it was like, now I realize it was all in me. It was always there. It's just my head. I can meditate and go to that quiet place. And it's not because I have, I don't even know if I believe in spirits, quite honestly. Mm-hmm. Um, I believe that we have a consciousness and an energy and maybe that continues after life. I don't know. But I don't believe that there's just spirits hanging around whispering in my ear telling me what <laughs> to say, what good things or bad things to do. Never, I'm not being influenced. I've never actually even heard that. Is that Well, a, that's exactly mm-hmm. what I believed until maybe like three years ago. Oh, and I'm okay. 40. Like, <laughs> I was so conditioned hmm. in that that I really did believe that anything bad I thought was because I was oh, allowing I the, the bad spirits. Because I was sinning, okay. I allowed bad spirits around me right and that's kind of like so the this whole was, mentality this was all of the the meat that you're carrying as your yes, higher power through that's all too of your much that's isn't a, it i i don't know I, it would be way too much for me i, I can't speak for I'm, I'm a sensitive girl it's quite too much um and so relying on myself now is is quite difficult because i'm what do you mean I by don't, that what do you mean by what i mean by that is that it's all in me 
I have the ability and I'm capable of handling myself. I do have discipline. Mm -hmm. I do have control over myself. Mm -hmm. And I've been taught all this time that it was just all, everything was so out of my control. I always had to turn it over, turn it over. But now even I'm like, before, I know even what's before, right and wrong. Even before entering the program? Oh, yeah. Or, oh, yeah. Okay, so, your whole, so you entered in and I have was... always had that in my heart. And so now it's it's a confusing place, an uncomfortable place to be right now. Because so I'm not get to where, you are where I want to be. Okay. But... But how did you get? Because, again... It just before we turned it on, you're like, oh, by the way, I'm not actually sober right now. So, I mean, right? I mean, I'm right. assuming yes. you're not drunk no, at this moment. No, I'm not moment, drunk at this yeah. moment. <laughs> you don't, and you I'm don't very rarely so. drunk, actually. I don't drink very much. Uh -huh. I drink um, more medicinally, and that sounds terrible. <laughs> no, I like that. And it, you know, and if I didn't explain myself completely, people will jump to conclusions about that. And But mm -hmm. people are welcome to ask me personally all about it if I, you have I, any questions. I really encourage like, you not to be defensive. I'm not. <laughs> right? No, it's like, I um I do get defensive because people will just jump to the conclusion that I'm like trying to drown out my pain or like right. all the and it's not or that I'm hopeless or I'm not I'm not hopeless. Right. I feel really good about where I'm going in life. Like things are getting better. Like I'm working on things and I'm growing it. So alcohol um helps in some ways, but it's still it's still difficult for me. I still don't always control it. Mm. But I feel like I still have it in me to do that, that I'm not... To what? To control it. Oh, okay, like, okay. that I'm not um, interested in being drunk. I'm not interested in going out to the bars, partying. That's not why I drink. Okay. And it's just, you know, like a little calming, like... Sure. I Kickback I, put me in a little bit better mood thing. Sure. And I, I mean, I'm, I'm glad I didn't ask, because I probably would have been like, nah, I don't need to bring her on. But... I, I do want to see hear this perspective, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, because you were sober for 10 years yeah. plus, I'm assuming. I don't know. Ten. It was 10, and then you're like, fuck it, I'm done. <laughs> I got out of the hospital. I got out of the psych ward, and yeah. I picked up a beer. Okay. And I still regret that decision because I knew at that, at that point I was like I'd kind of given up. And I was just like, whatever, I don't care. And so I wait, wait, wait. So you feel like in, in hindsight that you were just giving up and you were yes. intentionally planning yes. to just nosedive? Yes, that's um, exactly. I was very suicidal. I, I was I can, uh, absolutely, that. completely meant it. And that was like my last, like, I mean it, mm -hmm. you know? But it was really like just this horrible jab at everyone else that had hurt me at the time mm -hmm. that I was like drinking at them. Mm -hmm. I was like, watch this, you know, like what a horrible thing to do people. And I did go through like a bender for like six months mm -hmm. of just not knowing what to do with it. And now maybe the last six months I've been under control and So that was like better. a year ago? Mm, yeah, it was. Yeah, about a year ago. Huh. Uh huh. And so it's been um, difficult and scary and um. So I, I want to do better than I'm doing. So, I do. How do I ask this without making it sound? I mean, is part of why you don't? Are you not interested in coming back to to the program or to the rooms? Partly because you're still in that smaller town, and you still. I don't know why I'm pretending That's like a huge part it's, of it. It's, yes, it's, it's an anonymous town, and you've been, you've been saying what town it is, <laughs> right? But is it because you, you know that the same fucking people are around, and mm -hmm. so your your pool is shallow? And yes, I don't feel safe. Yeah, I, I guess honestly, that's what I'm saying. I don't feel safe, and um, so that keeps you away. I, 
I do have to protect myself from triggers at this time in my life. It's not like everyone has to dance around me like on eggshells or something, but it's like there's some things that I don't need to hear at th- no. because I will, it'll, I'll just be like, no, that was the last thing I needed to hear right now. If I'm walking my butt into a meeting, the last thing I need to hear is, you know, how I'm being shitty and not trying hard enough. Mm. Yeah, no, I, I, I'm, I'm hesitant to say I understand, but you're, you're good. You're good. And I, I'm guessing that that was underlying some of the vitriol that you like, because you weren't directing at me. You were just like, oh, this absolutely is, not. You're, you're, no, and I have so many good friends in AA still that I just, I know they love me. They do. But I'm still, I still have some, I mean, I will say the word, res- I don't like the word resentment just because it's so AA and people get ideas. <laughs> but it's still, They'll be a, like, it's but still it an is. accurate word. <laughs> it is accurate because people were like, well, she knows where to go. She knows where to be. And people weren't calling me. They weren't contacting me right. when I dropped off, Right. you know, and I couldn't get out of bed. I was sad, depressed, like, and people don't, people will be like, well, I've been depressed before and I got out of it. And it's like, well, you probably weren't that severely depressed that you were completely suicidal for like an entire year and 86 pounds and, well, and you know, like not uh, eating, just not having, you know, the space to be aware that like other people's experiences are different from yours and they're completely valid despite your own opinion of what they may be. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, it's, mm-hmm. that's a shitty, I, I, I'm, I, I'm speaking as though I'm not. I, I didn't know you were going through that and I didn't reach out but I mean it didn't occur to me to because we weren't close but right. I mean there's a I didn't know that was happening I, I mm. you know we're, we're I think the last time we interacted on Facebook before recently you I think looking back as you may have been I don't want to say, freaking out or whatever however you want to describe it that right was. like yes because I remember yes. there was something happening and and yeah no I messaged you and was like hey are you all right and I don't I mean, you, you. I don't remember. I, yeah, it was it was a, a weird exchange, and I was like, uh, I don't know what's going on with her, but I'm just gonna yeah, tap and out. And that's cause... really what I mean. A lot of people do because they were just like, oh wow. Well, and and I don't. don't f- nobody knows what to do in that situation. Well, and, and I don't. I mean, I didn't even know where you were. I was just like, <laughs> I was just like, hey, are you yeah. okay? No, but I did appreciate. Like, I went back um, months later and yeah. read through all the messages people had been sending me, and. Because I, I was kind of in and out, black and out, um, mm. very disassociated. And I don't really remember a lot of it. I don't remember a lot of things that I said and did. Mm. And a lot of the things that people did to help me, I was completely oblivious. I was just only sure. um, looking well, at all the people that were hurting me. And I was just very triggered to all of that. Yeah, I mean, you're, you're and, going through something and that's just our brains are not our friends a lot of the time. right? Yeah, and, and I just, I really wasn't accepting very much help. Yeah. And, I'm, and I feel like... A lot of people really did do a lot more than I gave a lot of credit for. And well, while I was super angry that people weren't helping, um, people still cared. Well, yeah. I mean, I, I I know that there's pieces of shit in the rooms, but I also know that there's quality people who genuinely care. And, you know, part of that is like, because part of it is, is like you got to walk through your own shit. So that's a weird double-edged thing. Because if, if the only message someone's receiving is, um, you know, 
well, you're not working the steps right, or, 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 or even if, even if that's all you're perceiving, that's not helping, right? Yeah. That's not helping. You're not, you know, you're not, you're not, you're not praying hard enough, however you want to put it. Or yeah, I'm just not doing it right. Or yeah. I just thought maybe I will. I need to pray. To, that's right. That heart, I'll try harder. I'll so, be more sincere. You know, like. <laughs> <laughs> right. Right. I was it, with all my heart, like trying well, so hard. So where did that? I mean, did, so what happened? Did eventually you're just like, this must be a bunch of bullshit and fuck all of that. Like, what, I mean, not not the not the recovery stuff, but the 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 God thing, the spiritual thing. Um, like, when did that shift? How did that shift? Do you have it's any? It's really been like the last couple of years. Yeah. And just realizing I'm that almost everyone that talked to me about the God stuff was really full of shit and just really didn't know what they were talking about and I couldn't relate to them they would tell me like <laughs> no, they would say ridiculous how do you know they're full of me. shit if they, I mean maybe they were just that was their experience I it, don't, I don't it, know because, I don't know what you're talking about exactly okay but. well I'm, I'm, so for example you, it's people telling, people telling me to exercise or oh, people okay. telling me like you know maybe go to more meetings and I'm like well no actually it was so hard for me to get to this meeting right. I got out of bed today I got to a meeting and they'd be like well you're not going to enough me I'm just like oh my god like Call me. Yeah. Call me. Like, you know I'm having a hard time. Yeah. Nobody was calling me. No one's coming over and checking on me. Yeah. And they knew. I mean, my group knew. When you say you your know? group, are these like a handful of your your peeps, like yeah. people that yeah. you 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 yeah. you are have, like buddies I have with? Some or whatever. serious peeps here. That's I good. I love them very much. Well, and I, I feel like that's really the key in, in anything is like you're going to need a couple of people that you can just, your, your solid core, mm-hmm. if you can, as close to a solid core as you can get. But yeah. They're always there. They always are. They always will be. Anytime I need them, I could call them. Well, hopefully, yeah. Yeah, it's awesome. But 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 so, I mean, if you were raised in a religion and and you had taken it into your heart, to your core, at, at least at one point in your life, I mean, how was there just an epiphany, or was it just oh, like just one day you were just like, wait angry. a minute, I don't think I believe in any of this. Oh my, I just like got so angry at God for a while. I was like, how how dare you? Why would you make me mentally ill? Like, and like, right. why is all this stuff? Like, I really wasn't, it wasn't under my control. Right. And like, and people would just be like, well, if you tried hard, it would be, you know. No, <laughs> it really was not under my control. I don't have control over my mental, over my chemical balance, right. you know. Like, um, I can work on it and cope with it, but it's not like I can just, it's not going to go away. Sure. And... So now I'm learning actual skills to, you know, deal with that. And it's not, and it was just because I'm not relying on God that I'm be able to learn coping skills for myself that actually where I can apply myself, what I know my, I'm capable, Okay, you know, and. And, and, and through that, just the very idea of God just kind of flittered away or, or what? Um, it was. I guess what I mean is when you think of God, is it like, oh, that's a fucking asshole over there who fucked with me forever? No, or like, no. yeah, I that's... think it's just not real. Yeah. I think it's a story. Yeah. And <laughs> I agree. Okay. I do believe that I was taught all of these things to make me feel safe and comfortable and yeah. to, you know, assimilate me into society and to be a good, hardworking citizen and like from to childhood. never be on welfare, just to be a good person. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> you know, that's kind of how I was raised. So, you know, like. <laughs> it was specifically with welfare. Oh, yeah. There. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. It was like just very a straight and narrow path. Okay. Right. And 
I was expected. <laughs> and so now I'm just like, God, there's like, um, there's so much that I just didn't understand that I wasn't aware of. Um, people's experiences are so are so wide, and it's just such a wait, narrow. Wait, did you say so white? white Come on, white. No, I know. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> and it's just not a narrow. It's not a narrow path. Nobody, hardly any people are on that narrow path. And yeah. there's this huge I variety of people and so much more going on. I, 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 I com, I, I feel like I'm completely in alignment with that, and and it feels really shitty that you walked through all the garbage that you walked through to wind up at that spot right because it doesn't have to be associated with pain right like like you said you you discovered that you can meditate and and just sit quietly with yourself and and realize that that spirituality you know i I at least when i feel like lucky i can actually touch that and and i'm like this must be what people are talking about with all of that because i didn't have any religion yeah just you know calmness and peace and light I can get there right. on and, my own. Yeah, you don't, you're not... I'm not asking th- God. Yeah, there's no... And I, I, my take on that is it's like a language thing, and that's just the way people have spoken about it forever, and then generations pass down where that that's, becomes the way they describe it, but it's got to be the same thing, right? Like, there's, we're all humans. There's only one small it's set of things. It's easy to mistake, I think, that, that feeling for... A, a spirit well especially if you're indoctrinated uh, from youth right and you'd be like oh yeah is. that's what that feels like and yeah. i was taught that that's what it would feel like right. and so that's what i was always searching for yeah. but it was outside of myself instead of where right here yeah um and i guess does it yeah i mean you're stuck because where you live so you're physically like there's X number of meetings you can attend. I'm X stuck number. Stuck anyway. I am a bit agoraphobic. <laughs> I'm a bit agoraphobic. Oh, okay. okay, I really don't leave my house very much. So, I this is quite a big deal that I'm even here. I appreciate I it. I really and wanted to see you. I I appreciate that. <laughs> um. So most of my my socializing is online. Okay. And um, I do actually have some very good quality friendships on there. I mean, but they're they're all over the world. But as people that have specific experiences like I do, okay. it's kind of like my little AA group for, for us little crazy people. But we're super tight. We're super safe. Um, and I can be of service. And they can be of service. And we do the same idea as sure. the well, way that I learned in AA. I, I've just applied it into a, sm- a specific group. group. Yes, to some really good people that yeah. need my help too because I mean I've been doing this a long time and sure. a lot of people haven't had the AAX the, all the coping skills that I've learned you know a lot sure. of this stuff I can share that and I feel really good about that like it gets me out of my head I feel like I'm moving forward I feel like getting out of my head is a very big thing right like because just last night important. I I I well, I'm, I'm hesitant to say this, but I went for a run because that helps get me out of my head. But I was sitting, because I, I was sitting, and I was just like, I hate myself. I, I hate what I'm doing with my life. I feel like I'm, I'm not, you know, all of the negative things that just start to crash in on me when the little facade that is me starts to wither away. And I, 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 I appreciate what you're saying. Right, like it's okay. good to have coping mechanisms, and and that's, that's. I mean, I don't know that I learned to exercise as a coping mechanism. I mean, it's just being active, oh, right? Like it absolutely is that. It, sure, it is. I, I just meant in in it recovery. I mean, I, I knew that already. Right. <laughs> right. Um, and and I wasn't meaning a, a second ago. I was I was your your spirituality that you've you've landed in now. 
um, what I was going to ask was, is it has, if you were in a different city and you could start going to broader meetings, like trying to find more collection, setting aside the agoraphobia and you were, and you were comfortable just kind of wandering in and seeing if people melded with you would, would, I was going to say, has it occurred to you or have you attempted to try and, and adopt your current sense of spirituality to recovery in any way? Um, um, I think actually that's what I'm doing here. Okay. Um, and, Not here, but with these no, people here. here with oh, you okay, okay. specifically because, like you said, we can align on our spiritual beliefs quite a bit. Yeah. And I haven't known where to start with anyone that's actually in recovery that I can relate to mm. um, intellectually because um, most of the time, you know, it's all good vi- it's all good energies, but it's not actually helpful. No, it's and, it's a bunch of old language. Yeah, and so I wanted to meet up with you. This is I made an effort to come here. Yeah. And like maybe get the ball rolling in that direction because I do want to do better. I do want like some kind of recovery group and some kind of um, help and direction from my friends, but I don't want really to immerse myself and like <laughs> in that old bullshit. Yeah, I'm just I'm afraid actually of I'm terrified of people. Well, because you did say of people getting to know me too well or anything mm. that it's just going to turn into like I I protect myself a lot. Well, because it sounds like you had bad experiences. So, like you said, you're you're worried about walking in and hearing certain things and being like, no, 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 no. Like, and I don't know what those are. And maybe you don't know either, but you'll know that they might happen. And that's, mm-hmm. that sucks. I know when they happen. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Have you, I mean, have you, there are a couple of uh, atheist meetings that, hmm. have you, have you ever been to one of them? No. Because I, I think that you would, I think we that you like would, that, huh? well, it would be a chance Maybe. to find alignment, right? Like I, I've gone to, there's one in particular that I've gone to a couple times, and apparently there's a second one that that uh, I was I was chastised for not already knowing about. So, but uh, but they're both in Boise, so I know okay. that that's a pain in the ass well, for you. I, but. I would maybe go out of my way to like you know go check it out and you know see what's up with it because I mean I went I made it over to Boise today. <laughs> yes, you did. <laughs> um, well, that's quite pleased with myself. That's a, a very big smile on your face about it, too. Um, I, I noticed you brought in the thing in notes. Was there anything on there that you wanted to specifically say, or were you just, like, ready um, to, like, I was... tackle some stuff if they came up? No, I, I think I was just kind of... What I wrote is my vocabulary is not completely accessible. What does that mean? It means that I was afraid that I wouldn't be able to talk. Oh, 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 I got you. I got you. Because of my... And I just... A lot of the depression makes you gives you brain fog. Okay. And and stuff, and so I just don't articulate myself. I, I feel um, like you've as, articulated yourself. Okay. I get very, very insecure articulate. about talking, I, just because I don't know if I'm saying anything intelligent whatsoever. <laughs> I just can't. Well, I thankfully, just, we don't have to say intelligent <laughs> shit on this show. Right? So. I'm sure it's not that big of a deal, but still, I get super nervous about it because I just have my stream of consciousness comes out of my mouth. I like that. Nowadays. That's I that's mean, good. That's what I'm hoping for here. So I good. Hate it. Well, no, I, I, whatever, whatever your own self opinion of it is, that's what I'm hoping for in here. So. Okay. Well, <laughs> and that was the only get. thing you... you have several pages, and just one line was all that you were. Really that was about. that was the like, specific was a one that I was just like, God, I need to just have this like disclaimer for myself. When, oh my gosh. You know, I'm just like, please, guys, this is. I mean, I'm glad you didn't say it at the to... beginning because you may have jinxed yourself. So right? good. <laughs> 
I feel good about this. But that was, I mean, that's that was the long and short of why I was hoping to sit down with you, because I I suspected there was valid animosity towards the rooms, and yeah. and I guess I I don't know. My takeaway is still that it's not necessarily with all of the rooms, but with the ones that you've experienced, and for whatever reason, you're 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 presently not worried about trying to even find other spaces right because it doesn't yeah. sound like your your shit's falling apart at the moment at least i mean i i don't know i don't mean it's to put that together on together better by just being in and i mean people are like don't isolate don't you know all that but it actually feels better to isolate and protect myself for a little bit and just be safe and get myself and handle my own coping skills mm-hmm. in my own little bubble right mm-hmm. now and then i can move out sure. into society and be more comfortable around people sure um and it takes maybe like a few good weeks before i can go out and like do something social sure you know and i'll prepare myself and i'll and i'll get out and do it and i'll be like really proud of myself like i did sure. that i didn't act weird didn't i apart. didn't do anything weird <laughs> you know like <laughs> and sure so, I mean, there's always that silliness going up on in well, my head. But, I mean, I feel a lot safer. And, like, my life is good. I'm cleaning my house. I'm cooking dinner. I'm getting up and taking a shower and putting on makeup. And Which like, is, you know, you, you realize know? that this is I mean, very similar to what people say in early sobriety, I know, right? right? <laughs> and this is me, like, into a year into drinking. But sure. it's, like, because, <laughs> right? And it's funny because I'm actually kind of managing, though. I'm just like, okay, you know what I need right now is a beer. And then I'm gonna like get up and go do those dishes. I feel you. And I do. And, and I, I, I don't. I mean, I'm, I'm hesitant to say it's a, a, a mark of braveness to, to dance with that. Because I, part of what keeps me from even Idiocy. entertaining any of that yeah. is I, I have a very significant fear of what happened to me the last mm-hmm. time. Um, mm-hmm. And so, I mean. I don't know. Maybe maybe this isn't the best message to be sending out it's with this not, podcast. It's not because I am a very I'm a unique example. I think, and it's not. I am not. The sure. path, this is not the path for everyone. But not everyone walks the same path as me. That you're going to have like such severe issues. I think that's it right there. Like, and that's part of why I wanted to talk, and part of what I was trying to get to, and I did it poorly okay. just a second ago. Is we are all on our own path, and you're right. I think everyone at some point in their recovery, hopefully finds a spot where, like you said, you're like, I am not incapable of managing my life. I'm not out of control, right? Like there's a point you know, when I walked in, I wasn't capable of all that shit. There's a reason why oh, I grabbed yeah. on like I did. Cause I was falling the fuck apart. Yeah, I was not even close. But the whole <laughs> point of the recovery for me is to become a human again and have my legs under me and be solid you know, a solid one single person inside of my body and in my life. And part of that is recognizing what I need for me. Like you just said, like, you know, you don't isolate, but like, yeah, I need to isolate right now. This is protecting me. This is making me safe. This is what I need to do. And being, that was, that was more of what I was getting at with it's, it's a brave thing to do because you are taking another chance now. The chances I've grown to a spot where I'm, actually capable of registering what I need without getting the input from some person who I've decided I have to have input from because that's what I've been taught for a dozen years. Right. Mm -hmm. And, um, yeah, I know right from wrong. I know. Right. You know, like all of this time that I was praying and asking what God's will was, it was because I always knew it, well, along. because as you've already just ascertained, it was already inside you in the first place. Yeah, That's the I, point. I always right? knew all along what the right thing to do was. Yeah. And um, 
and now that's what I'm really trying to go for is I really just want my family to be happy. Yeah. That's the only thing that I want. And so, I mean, that entails that I need to be happy because sure. they're not happy if I'm not. And so that's me <laughs> working on myself. And like, sure. you know. Well, okay, you keep saying you're working on yourself. And, and mm-hmm. is that, what does that entail for you today? Um, if it's not recovery, what, what is it? It's still recovery. It's more of a mental health recovery. It's more Sure. Of, I, yeah, I'm sorry. I shouldn't um, have said it that way. If it's okay. not, if it's not like it's s- just, AA sobriety. Um, it's not about sobriety. It's sometimes... And um, sure. substance abuse comes into it, especially with a lot of my friends. We all can relate on those issues. Oh. Maybe like overdoing it sometimes and being like, I <laughs> acted like a lunatic. And, yeah. you know, and I can be like, yeah, dude, I know. I know. I do that. And you know what? I do about it. And we talk. And I always feel like my advice is what I should be giving myself. And Sure. That's, um, that's the whole idea, that's right? That's the idea. And yeah. I'm like, okay, I... I can think things through that way and always be thinking about progress. Yeah. I know that if I'm not moving forward, I am backsliding. That's absolutely true. Okay. There's a lot of things about AA that like are, are truths um, that I are valid. It right. Like, that, yes. And I can utilize those things. Absolutely. I don't want to ever backslide. Sure. I don't want I feel you. And to ever go back to where I was. It, it almost feels in a kind of very roundabout way that, exposing you to that shit from an early age wound up not being such a bad thing. I'm kind of a pro. Yeah, I mean, I, that's where I tend to land because my, my instinct is like, it's a waste. It gives like, the, it artificially inflates or deflates the attrition rate so that like, people are like, it never works because, you know, 50 people come in and 49 of them leave. But how many of those people were... Voluntary. Yeah, like, yeah. I mean, if you no. don't, if you're not going in there because you're falling <laughs> on your lips, then you don't, you shouldn't be counted in that distribution is Absolutely. kind of the way I look at it. But I, I always felt like it was a good idea just to um, maybe introduce people to. Right. That's exactly where I land. Yeah. Why not? We, we, um, yeah. I mean, it doesn't hurt and, or, well. It could. Can't hurt. That's why I just paused. (laughs) It could be bad for some people. That's not fair. But a lot of people with mental health issues get sent into substance abuse um, recovery. Right, because there's a lot of overlap. Dude, there is, but it's it's separate and it's it is physical. Like, I the way I I our our just humanity's awareness of mental health is we're infants, right? I mean, in two generations and five generations, they're going to look back on today and be like. So I mean, we're going to look like, you know, we're, we're lunkheads when the way we approach it. it. Absolutely. I mean, it, it absolutely and it's yeah. not it's, just the way we approach it. We just don't know yet. Right. There's there's more to there be understood. There is a lot that we do know. And it's just so, there's many, a lot that so we, much that people are just ignorant. And there's I, so many stigmas. Oh, and oh so much in terms stuff of like society in society general, 100%. doesn't understand yeah. whatsoever what's yeah. happening. That it's an actual, you know, physical illness. Mental illness is a physical illness. I feel like it's, it is. It's health care. It's the biggest. You know, like, that's the biggest obstacle to overcome right now today. And that's why I drink yeah. is because meds are not available. <laughs> and I'm not kidding. Hey, hey Stace, like Stace you don't us. need to rationalize it to me, it's babe. Not, <laughs> you don't need to rationalize it to me. <laughs> I'm flipping him off right now. Um, so I, No, I, I didn't mean to interrupt you. <laughs> I forgot. That's why you, I mean, cause, because of the stigma, because it. it right. It, it, um, I actually drink because medication is not available for the things that I suffer from. Okay. There's benzos. There's antipsychotics. I'm not psychotic. Okay. <laughs> but they give me antipsychotics sometimes yeah. um, because it's supposed to like slow you down, make you tired. Like it drugs you. Yeah, it it's drug, a drug. It's, yeah. It drugs you, sedates you right. um, so much more than a beer or two would. Mm-hmm. And 
I mean, and I deal with like chronic pain and stuff like that too. Mm -hmm. And I mean, can you imagine me being on pain pills and benzos and all of these psychotropics? I can imagine you'd be um, a mess. It was, and that's exactly why I have my. I was really over medicated, oh, and um, only now am I realizing like how little medication I do need. Actually, how much. I don't need to over-medicate all of these issues. I need to just cope with them. Well, and it, I um, mean, and again, it's all back to the the comment. We're just in our infancy. We just right. like oh, we don't just, we don't have a good understanding of any of it. Really, very, very little medication out there that is beneficial to people that struggle with PTSD, um, anxiety. I, I I trust your. I so mean, I trust your just, your awareness of it over mine, right? I I I just look at it at the, a broad sweep of like we as a society just don't get it right and and i think that that's a good way to summarize this whole episode is is just that because that that was your frustration with the rooms that ultimately took you away from it yes. was just this benign like well you're not trying hard enough well just do these eight things that work for me who don't suffer from any of the problems that you have and it, and if it's not working for you then you're doing something wrong right like that's a yeah. that's a good uh synopsis of the way our society and, and just we as in general approach mental health as a whole. And you're right. It's, it's like we're always making excuses. Like there's always, I'm always rationalizing or I'm just trying to get away with that behavior. Yeah. And, yeah. Yeah. You yeah. Know, it's, it's bad character. Yeah. Um, the character thing that, yeah, and that again, that goes to the recovery character. thing. It, it, it really, it's, it's a, it's a physical thing. Yeah. I have nice character. I think <laughs> I, think I so actually too. like myself a lot. Now I'm doing a lot better. I don't hate myself. I That's do good. have a nice personality. I am a nice person. Sure. I, I mean, I, like, I think so. And thank you. But I mean, I've just been so convinced that I'm just like this, you know, that I'm just yeah. a psycho and I'm just crappy. And it was just, I'm getting out of that now. I'm retraining myself and reconditioning myself sure. just to be kind sure. to myself. That's perfect. I think that's the perfect way to end this uh, this episode. Thank so, you. Thank you, Stacy. I really appreciate you making the trip down. And I don't know. Maybe we'll check back in in a, a year or something and just see how see how Stacy's doing. Yeah, Matt. We'll see, huh? Yeah. Uh, I mean, on the podcast, I mean, we can we can uh, check in before that. You know, <laughs> offline. <do> that. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right. Thanks a lot. Thank you. All right. This has been the Fun and Sobriety Podcast. Thank you so much for listening. If you want to uh, reach out to me. Uh, you can find me on Facebook or you can contact me through the contact us link on the ease-drop.com network. Um, and I'd, I'd be very interested to hear uh, any feedback you might have. I, I know this may have been a, uh, I don't know, I don't want to say triggering, but um, some of the things that we discussed in here are on the periphery of what is air quotes acceptable conversation and uh, I, I feel like that's important to give voice to um, so yeah please I, I would love to hear your feedback and if you have anything else that you'd just like to, to just reach out and just tell me how amazing I am and how amazing Stacy is that would be really uh, appreciated as well so uh, uh, once again thanks for listening and enjoy the rest of your day Drop?